is intended for mature audiences and contains adult content, graphic language, graphic violence, nudity, and strong sexual content. Viewer discretion is advised. Like, we'll leave it up to you. But you gotta know about this stuff before getting into this whole thing, you know? I mean, straight up, one guy gets his face bitten off by a raccoon. And we show it. Oh man, do we show it. Real big close-up. And we spoke to a scientist to make sure it was, you know, physically correct and whatever. We said, hey, scientist guy, like, how much damage could a raccoon realistically do? And he told us... He's Kegs again. Bro, what's going on now? Well, now we have a very, very special guest uh, who I will say I've been, I, I was really excited to agree to talk to us. Uh, one of the very first people that uh, I ever actually had a true conversation with uh, since joining the whole Sky Warriors, uh, I guess you'd call it civilization. We'll go with a new word. Ooh. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, uh, real cool dude. Always been great. Uh, great conversations with him. Uh, you want to talk about recruiting? This man, um, him and Junior are are probably neck and neck on that shit. Boy, these names sound um, sound familiar. It, 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 well, it probably does. But tonight, Ooh. Ooh. tonight we have the one, the only, Mister. Big Duke Six, Mr. S- Mr. Six, how are you doing tonight, sir? Oh, pretty good. AKA Bear Dookie, AKA something else. I don't remember. Asshole. Asshole. <laughs> I think it was asshole. I-, I heard that in a rumor mill somewhere. I can't remember where. That's a joke, boys. I'm oh, sorry. That was that was oh, such man. a joke. You guys didn't even laugh. Like fuck y'all. <laughs> What's up with you, dude? How y'all? Do- how y'all tonight? Man, I'm we just. Good. I'm getting lit. Unfortunately, I'm takes slapping us. A, I'm slapping a dip in. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Again, this motherfucker works so hard. Just, just before we get to you, Duke. This motherfucker works so hard. He's pulled off on the side of the road right now doing this. So, anyway, Duke, you have the floor. Well, I'm Big Duke Six. My name's Jason Moore from South Alabama, born and raised in Alabama. Uh, I don't know, electrician, traveled country at one point in time. Uh, back home, work for myself. There you go. Fly all the time in Sky Warriors. Who, who, I did disappear one time. Everybody thought I guess was dead, but I'm not dead. I'm here. <laughs> well, well, who, who did you fly for? And you know, who do you fly for uh, now? USN actually. I flew for USN most of the time. I have flown it with one, and uh, I like one. I love one. They're a great group. But Is that the I'm crazy Aussies? Vice Commander, actually, with USN. What well, was that? The Crazy Aussies? Is that one now? What's that? Who's one? Is that the Crazy Aussies? Uh, well, just a group. Uh, there are a couple of squadrons now. So, uh, Junior and 
Russian and a bunch of them. Well, well, Cage, do you you still fly for one, right? I to, to be clear. Uh, yes, yes, I do. Okay, uh, okay. I am I am currently. Uh, well, they might have they, they might have they might have demoted me down to advisor. I, I would currently was a a vice commander. I, I've been. You, hard to get a hold of you piece of shit uh, doing this podcast I, I am I, well between that and work and family and this whatnot. I, this? I, I haven't flown a whole lot so I, that's, I did have a conversation with her about that already though so I'm already calling you at home I mean I know your wife's name she knows my name so I, I apologize one for, for robbing this man but uh he's saving my life and uh give him some grace please but Duke oh I, I don't I, I'm not I'm not a big points guy anyway I, I'm, I was only ever good for 10k I don't know what anyone's ever said about that but yeah no I so so so, how long you been on now Duke playing the game I mean uh over uh, it's been a year and a half holy shit like, so you're an OG OG I was on there for a long time and I was in a dead squadron and I really didn't I don't even remember the name of the squadron before USN yeah Duke, I gotta say, bro, you gotta you gotta be longer than a year and a half because I'm at about a year and a half, and well, you were on well before be. me. I may be, uh, I, I very well could be. I hard to keep track of it. I guess it's kind of one big. Well, he's a bear uh, hunter, so so if, for those I don't know, Cakes Cakes does a bear hunts, you know, um, it's but there is there's something that you mentioned to me about wrestling a bear. Oh yeah, I wrestled a bear one time. A grizzly. <laughs> In a ring. In a ring. Explain that to me. How how do you get to that point, and then how did it go? Well, I was uh, in a bar one night with some friends back home, and uh, they had this thing. I said it was bear wrestling that night, and uh, I signed up. A couple (laughs) buddies did. And uh, I get in the ring, and I'm standing there. I'm like, all you had to do was get the bear off its feet. Just trip it, basically. Dude, I'm 6'4", 6'5", you know, 300 pounds. I can handle a bear. Only in Alabama, bro. <laughs> yeah, that bear's cooked up in it, and I'm like, oh, hell. And I grab it, and I grab it, and I said, oh, I got him. And I, I wrestled in high school, so I thought I had a grip on him. All of a sudden, I was flying through the air, hit the top, did a flip, crashed on the table, and I, I tagged out. I'm done, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> and I, 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 that bear slung me like I was nothing. And, uh, just another like listener a, to Cool Cakes on Tap. He's sitting there with eight foot grizzly, you know, drinking apple juice, and you're drinking a beer and shooting whiskey and wondering if it's ever gonna. Just another, again. just another loyal listener. Like uh, it's kind of like, uh, like I wonder what Bigfoot would be like. Speaking of, uh, you, you, you know Bigfoot, right? Oh, we call him Skunk Ape down here. Okay, okay. Do you have a story about that? 
Yeah, this story is, uh, I'm a big hunter. I love to hunt. I make my own ghillie suits, and I'm a big guy, you know, 14, 15-inch boot, foot, whatever. <laughs> well, I'm hunting here by the house, and a buddy of mine has some land that kind of joins the land I hunt. Well, you know, I may have got lost and got over the fence and uh, was creeping along in my ghillie suit, you know, all painted up, creeping. I knew he had a game camera at one spot. I didn't know he had some more, but I was in the bushes where you couldn't see me. Well, it got out that uh, Skunk Ape had been seen over in this area, and to this day, he's still hunting the Skunk Ape. This was like four years ago, and I seen the video, and I know it's me. Nobody else knows it's a human. <laughs> I know it's me. So this is... They're all still freaking out over oh here. Oh, my you know? God. They, they hear it all the time. Oh, and, we're uh, so small. This is literally a big bomb drop, and nobody will hear about it. I actually go out in the yard at night sometimes and do like a big old whoop yell and stuff just to keep everybody up. I wonder if that video that I've seen of, uh, I'm pretty sure it's a dude in a ghillie suit is you. <laughs> did it go yeah, viral? I, like a, I look like one of those Gibbons monkeys creeping. Well, did it go viral? To be clear, did that video go viral? No, no, he's, uh, he don't, he, he's too paranoid to post. He, oh, okay. he thinks that the government's watching him with little, uh, uh, drones that are the size of bugs and stuff and I'm like dude you're a peon nobody cares someone can call you and purchase said, said one of these said ghillie suits oh awesome um uh, they good I'm, it'd take me a minute to make it but yeah well of I course had, to I make a good one. one it depends on well, what no, geography so, so I, I, what I'm saying what I'm getting at here is I'm gonna purchase one and then I'm gonna go fuck with my buddy because I like I, I, I like where this is going well 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 do you have like a website or an Etsy or something or is it just getting a hold of you? Wait, me? No, I don't have a website or nothing. I'm just... Just get a hold of you through DMs if people know you yeah. because... Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, DM... Fucking DM Big Duke and uh, if you're interested in a ghillie suit or a leaf suit, you know, get a hold of him. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I've been making them since I was young. Hey, you live in the country where I live, uh... You run into snakes or anything you out there? Cycles, you're hunting fish, and that was it. Make ghillie suits and you ever, you ever run animals. into snakes or anything? Because uh, living in the woods? <laughs> uh, yeah, we uh, snakes were always around. My dad, when I was young, we would go to this place in Thomasville, Alabama, and it was a restaurant, a seafood restaurant, and it was like the biggest thing I'd ever seen, you know, getting out of the country to a restaurant. Yeah. Well, dad would uh, have a his alarm or his security for his truck, he would catch a rattlesnake and throw it in the back of the truck. A rattlesnake? Yeah, it was fun watching people look over the back of the truck when they walk by and the rattlesnake rattling. It had ridden 30, 45 minutes in the back of the truck. It's pissed off. Like a true diamondback? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. Never rattle or diamondback. <laughs> Either one. Um, and I've always been around snakes. Well, I would catch them myself. Well, one time, the one that you're not trying to catch is the one that Catches you, yeah. And uh, I got I got hit by uh, about six and a half foot Eastern Diamondback. He had Holy. thirteen rattles of button. Holy he fuck! Hit him and I caught him and killed him and took him, threw him in a truck. And I took him out to the hospital. <laughs> I get to the hospital. I take the snake in with me now. I'm dragging the snake. And I'm limping. <laughs> And I clear the whole waiting room out. Everybody leaves. The nurses leave. There's nobody there. And I got the snake propped up on the counter. I was in there, leaned on the counter. Finally, the doctor runs up there. Son, have you been snake bit? No, I have not. 
God, this is my pet. I take him with me everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm a snake man. What the hell are you saying? Why would I have a snake in here with me? And uh, meanwhile, you're yeah. half dead, and, and and still having some sense of humor. <laughs> well, luckily he, he was a dry bite. He, he bit there was a little bit of venom, but my body was able to deal with it. Well, thank God but for that, bro. Like that as a dry bite, it's, you know the babies that you have to worry about. They'll dump everything. Yeah. But the the big ones, they tend to want to save it for food. So I got you. Luckily, I was the food. I was a little big. <laughs> but hell, he was a big snake. Uh, yeah, that's uh, I've been bitten by snakes, three types of scorpions. Uh, black with a brown recluse, cotton mouth, and a gila monster. Six foot four cockroach, who you are, my my man. You're you're fucking. I got enough venom in my blood now. I think I they should take care of any kind of whatever gets in my blood. You know, from all that. Call this motherfucker the Scorpion King. Bracelet of Anubis. Well, here's words of wisdom: If somebody ever tells you you can pick up a gila monster by his tail. Do not listen to them. I did. Yeah, they, they can bite you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I learned that from watching Jeff Carwin and Steve Irwin. Yeah. I, I thought that was common knowledge. Rest in peace, Steve Irwin, for sure. Yeah, that's messed up how he went out. Yeah. It, it, back when I was from, we only had two channels. It was a, a public channel, and like WSFA, something or another, and it didn't have anything on it. So, yeah, I didn't watch much TV when I was young. <laughs> Until I got, I kind of got thrown to the wolves. Uh, when I was, I think fifth grade, my mom, man, moved me from rural Alabama with my neighbor four miles away working on a farm to Atlanta, Georgia the next morning. Here I am on concrete and one little bitty creek running through the apartment complex. And, yeah, that was kind of a culture shock. You know? <laughs> I'm like, what? This exists? What the fuck is this? Yeah, it, first 20 minutes I'm in a fight out there beat this dude down they picking on me and uh, I had thick glasses so it made it even worse and I had got to that boy named Sue stage with the thick glasses <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care how big you are and uh well old boy said something I got to fight with him out there and he ended up 20 minutes later knocking on my door wondering if I could come out and play yeah hashtag hip walk versus crip walk <laughs> well that was up there there was a bunch of gang members and stuff, you know. They were doing some little, you know, dance thing. I was jumped out. And I was painted up. Now you've got to imagine. Here I am with with mil- military paint on my face. I come out of the bushes, and I, I don't have only ghillie suit. But I have on camouflage. And I have a big Bowie knife on my side, and I jump out and doing their dance, and because it was like a, a, a river dance or a buck dance, you know, it looked like a buck dance to me. So here I am out there, the buck dancing, and they're like. What the fuck? Yeah, they freak out. They run. They ran. They all just, just yeah. I'm sitting there that dance doing that dance. Well, I thought y'all were doing the bug dance. No, it's a trip walk. I'm like, no, it's a bug dance. No, it's a <laughs> <laughs> we're arguing for 15 minutes over who created this dance. And uh, I just I still hold this at uh, kick walk. I've seen it all even posted now, memes and stuff. I'm like, I see. I'm, I, <laughs> well, that was a, up there. That was where I, I tripped them out. You know, they didn't know what to do with me. They didn't know to fight me. They were scared of me because I would walk creeks, go into storm drains, pop up mother apartment complexes. I was <laughs> suffering from some type of, uh, you know, culture shock yeah. where I couldn't find woods hardly, and I was going to find something. <laughs> <A> bunch <laughs> of sewage. Years, 
threw me back. She didn't know if I was going to kill somebody or if they were going to kill me. You found a bunch of gray water and uh, storm drains, it sounds like. Man, I had storm drains. I could go miles (laughs) through storm drains and pop up. You're basically a real-life Ninja Turtle at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, pretty much. Well, well, here's the deal. You guys are both into dogs, right? So uh, what do you think of cats? Like domestic cats. Any stories? I, I that sounds interesting. I don't I, know. I, I, there was a cat born born and raised here around my house. You know, uh, my ex had him, and uh, she left and took him. And uh, mm. hadn't seen her for six months. Pops up, uh, want me to go help her find her cat. She said, "Where's that? Behind the parties in Pensacola." Okay. <laughs> so we go. I'm thinking she's crazy, you know, off the rocker. She goes out, she gets out of the truck, starts walking down this alleyway, singing warm, kitty, soft, kitty, little ball of fur. And I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, this cat pops out. He's a big old black and white cat, looks like Sylvester the cat. He pops out of the bushes, looks like he's been groomed, eating parties all six months. He's been gone. And he's meowing, and she picks him up, brings him to the truck. We come back to my house, and that's when she commenced to telling my friends and all that he had been trained by the FBI to sniff out bombs that he was worth a million dollars. What the fuck? Blew my mind. It blew their mind. Holy shit. I don't even got nothing to say to that something like that right now. I, my, my brain is trying to process that. Pigs, I have so many more things yeah. that I'm interested to <laughs> fucking a, you to hear. He was an exceptional cat now. I will give him that, but that was uh, going way out there. Uh, it tripped me out. I, Buddy of mine looked at me and I looked at him I'm like I don't know I just get my shoulders up like I'll go with it <laughs> well, well, well alright let's let's keep it simple like what are your what is your favorite type of music and you know is there any interesting things with music or well my music goes from battle rap to heavy metal to I love heavy metal love rap well my biggest story with music was I've only been to a few concerts but I popped up at a Pantera concert one time <laughs> okay now I was a Harley and I had my old jacket on my old jacket was a custom jacket somebody made and I found it in an old bike shop I'm a Pantera fan so yeah rattlesnake skin on the arms and on the back well I'm at the concert everything cool when it was down there they were finishing up their you know, last set and all and I was going to try and get a quick jump on everybody well my big ass gets turned around and the next thing I know, I'm trapped in a sea of blondes and brunettes. I'm like standing way above them. I look like a, a big gorilla. Great big looking fellow bitch down there. And I'm trapped. I can't even move my arms. You fucking back. skunk ape. Like, what the hell's going on? All of a sudden, the security guys parked this uh, bar through them. You know, where here goes the band walkers. Well, cool. There's the band. And uh, the lead singer, Phil Gonsamo, sees my jacket, sees me in my jacket, points at me. I'm like, looking behind me you know like who's he pointing at <laughs> and he me security brings me up through up to him and I go backstage with him oh and all night long I partied I partied with Pantera one night down back there are you fucking kidding me black two friends I'm not shitting you they even had security brought my bike around with a lift back to the back where it was safe holy fuck and I partied all night we did you know everything bands do and backstage and you know, there was this one movie I, that I, that, you know, 
I always pictured, oh, it can't be like this. We would bring a woman and you'd like shake your head no, you know, and I'd be damned if it's not like that. I had a dude tap me on the shoulder. I was like, Brody, dude, I look at him and he says, you like her? I'm like, hey, dude, I'm not with the band. Why are you asking me? Oh, uh, you are tonight. Uh, uh, yeah, I like her. Bring me two more. Did you, you need know? penicillin? And hell no, he brought me, so I had three women right there. I'm like, what the hell? Did you, you need know? penicillin after? That's my question. <laughs> Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. Now, I probably didn't need it with the stuff I was doing that night, though. It's probably... Well, well we sat and talked hunting and fishing mainly. That's what was cool about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Forget the drug, you know, stories. Yeah. what he You you were hunting... Talking about hunting and fishing? With Dimebag Daryl. Yeah. They, they were they big into hunting and fishing. Phil Gazzano was a big-time hunter. Well, much... Uh, I guess kind of like... Um, even more love to the fucking Pantera. Maybe that should become a staple in the show, Kegs. I mean, I don't know. But it was just cool having Dimebag Daryl fixing me black tooth grins. That was his signature drink. Did, let me ask you this. Did Dimebag have any weed on him? Oh, yeah, there's plenty of weed. Nah, I just okay. wanted to make sure. <laughs> I, think that, I think that I was accidentally involved with a name of one of Philip and Samo's other bands later on. Really? Um, yeah, he rolled up a big joint and... Said like, man, it's time to have this. We're gonna have us a ritual. And I said, yeah, it's a super joint. Well, later on down the road, it was a band he had with like Hank the Third. It's yep. called Super Joint super, Ritual. Yep, it was Super Joint. Yep. For anybody that knows anything about Pantera, fuck, holy shit, you might. And I don't, I don't claim it, but it seemed like it. You know, it, uh, it was a, a, a thought it ran through his head or something because it was like I remember saying Super Joint because it was big and. um yeah, I how big? Their numbers, man. Explain it. Explain how big. Oh, it was a uh, man. Bigger round is a fifty cent piece. Really? And like, I don't know. It's long. That's not a fucking hog leg, dude. That's like, that's like my dick. That's that's a lot. <laughs> it was like some cheese would roll or something. You know? <laughs> I don't remember much after it. That was later on in the night. I heard Kegs laughing. I heard Kegs laugh. I woke up like the hangover. When I woke up, I was like, where am I at? What am I doing? I was on a table, and there was a chick straddled across me, like, perpendicular to me. And I'm pushing her off, so I mean, she rolls off the table. And I roll off the table the other way. And I'm looking around like, what in the hell is going on? You know, where am I at? My head's splitting. And uh, it's like 10 in the morning, and... They had done left and left me a note, numbers and stuff, and I could jump on my bike and try and left back from New Orleans back to the house. Yeah, that was a long ride. Long Holy ride. shit, Kegs. Did the song, I'll Never Smoke Weed with Willie Again, there you go. shortly thereafter. There you go. Similar. It was something similar. Yeah, I actually don't smoke weed no more. Yeah, that was pretty much one of the reasons why. And, uh, yeah, it shut me down. I was... Boy. Yeah, I was on that bike. I was leaning. I think I was leaning right the whole time on that barley. Boy. I, years, and I kept having to move to the left. <laughs> and move to the left. And all the way to New Orleans, back to the house, it was about a three-hour ride. So, Boy, drugs on, are bad, man. right? Drugs are bad, okay? <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let me say this. Uh, you know, we, we, we talked prior to this, just like everybody else, but uh, what the fuck did you mean about flying mullet? Uh, what? And it is actually what? tossing a dead fish from one across the state line. 
Oh, oh, okay. So it's, it's the mullet, the fish, not the haircut. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm so fucked up. Uh, this one time I was down there, you know, and, you know, the mullet all had beads on. It was, you know, I had beads on. Yeah, yeah, I go ahead. Beads that had these crawfish hanging off of them. And uh, this gorgeous blonde just grabbed me by the beads I was walking by. I wanted them. And I'm like, you can't have them? And finally, uh, she talked me out of them. You know, she was pretty good at that, I guess. And I gave them to her. Well, she invited me to dinner. I said, cool. Let's, let's go. Oh, yeah, I'll come to dinner with it. And she was, uh, she's actually from Boston. She was a paralegal. Well, I show up at Bubba's down there dinner with her and I'm sitting there and her dad and her whole family's there and uh, like her dad's friend and his wife they were, they were all in Jets gear just complete from head to toe or like shoes and all with New York Jets they were from New York and they were big Jets fans well somehow me and the dad got into this conversation about the rebel flag oh shit and it was a heated it wasn't really you know it wasn't mean heated but it was a heated Conversation. I was saying it was just a heritage thing to most people. It's not a hate thing. And he was, you know, contradicting me. And we were back and forth. And I'm like, she was over here like melting her seat, trying to disappear. And all of a sudden, the friend chimed in, dad's friend and all. He said, uh, are you an Alabama fan? I said, yes, sir. Roll Tide. And he ended up taking my side because of Willie Joe Namus. Played for the New York Jets. <laughs> and I just thought that was hilarious. And, uh, uh the father got so mad he got up and left the table and uh <laughs> and, and the, the, this guy sitting here like oh don't worry about it he'll be back he'll be back eventually and uh a girl she said come with me and we ended up going off on our own and uh ended up on the beach and um well this leads to that and uh we end up having sex on the beach and it's not to drink <laughs> <laughs> Did you and, require uh, penicillin I, after I, that? I, I roll over and look at the headlights <laughs> and the tractor about to run us over. Oh, he shit. He on brakes. He's raking the beach. And uh, I jump up, naked as a jaybird. Ooh. And I'm throwing a blanket over her. And uh, I run at him. And he's like, I ain't going to do nothing. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And I try to find my clothes. Couldn't find my clothes. <laughs> Could not find my clothes. I end up running back up to the hangout area in nothing but my birthday suit. Can't get in my truck. Can't find my keys. Keys in my pants. Finally, she pops up with my pants and keys, and I'm out there. There's people like gathered up on the balconies, all these <laughs> watching me down there. I'm like, all oh, the cops are gonna be here any minute. And uh, I get in my truck and get out of there. And uh, she actually wanted me to move to Boston. And uh, I said, Nah, I probably wouldn't make it in Boston too long. I said. <laughs> But she's a nice girl, but that was a heck of a story. <laughs> <laughs> so she, right. she was an actual paralegal uh -huh. in Boston, so you're talking about East Coast, like, yeah. Wow. Yeah, uh, East Coast, yeah. That, I probably would have started another tea party riot or something if I was up there in Boston. Tea so, yeah, party riot? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get, I don't do well cooped up in uh, cities. I have to. I like the country. I'm country boy, I guess. Man, my dog. Now, with that being said, give us. I'm sure you've been out doing hunting, something like that. You know, you've already established the dogs. I hold up. I do have a question. I was going to ask. All right. Okay. So you you're not comfortable with your voice. Why is that? I would like to know. 
You know, honestly, dude, like, okay, this is something I didn't expect, and I, I, I thank you so much for it. Uh, you know, it, it depends on how deep you want to go. Um, psychologically, uh, it's probably an issue. Uh, and, it, it, again, it comes back to something as simple as, uh, I guess, uh, I think I'm capable of much more. In fact, I know I'm capable of much more, not only in my real life, even here. This is why, this is why I do so much, or try to do so much, I guess. The same thing that Case has been telling me over and over, but, um, I, I, I just, we, we, we spoke about this, so it would be lovely to, for me to do the production uh, you, you, I spoke about this with both of you guys privately, and uh, I don't know, I, I, I have nothing to hide, and uh, the, the deal is, is I enjoyed the production part. I enjoy trying to help. Not only it's not Sky Warriors. I don't care about wildlife. I don't even care about the game anymore. I don't fly, but the the fact that the community is uh, the community is awesome, and. Uh, the, the people that we fly with, even the people that we fucking hate, right? Or we think we hate. I, I just... I just think there's more common understanding than there is common hate. And I hope that is the case. It's all a balance, I guess, in the world. And I, it, psychologically... Alright, so back to your original question. Why do I hate my, hearing my own voice? I'm listening to my own voice over and over and over again editing this, these, these podcasts. And, uh, especially like yours, yours is going to be polished, right? So I'll probably listen to your podcast and my voice at least 10 times. It takes me five hours to edit a completely polished podcast, at least as far as I consider it polished. And this is doing it by basic terms. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I mean... That's that's such a deep question. It's hard for me to answer because I, I could take you through psychology or you know basic understanding. Basically, I have a uh, I, I I have a self worth issue. I really do because you know I'm not a millionaire, but I think I could easily be a cult leader if that makes any sense. And uh, yeah. I, I I I'm aware of it. So because I'm aware of I could be a good person versus a bad person. It's 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 a it's a troubled issue. Like, to be clear, <clears throat> and I'll tell everybody on the podcast right now, I was accepted to Stanford. I was, I, it wasn't a full ride or anything. It was just literally you were accepted. But I, my parents could not afford two hundred grand a year, and that was in two thousand. Um, and I think that's probably where the trouble started. Uh, it's probably actually much earlier than that. If we want to go back to childhood, early development with synapses and 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 shit like that, but. To be to be honest, uh, there's a lot of times that I've give, given up versus you know trying to persevere, and 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 that's the person I am, but only partially because I'm I'm aware of it and I'm trying to combat the issue, and I appreciate you for asking me a question like that, dude, for real. Well, I, you know, I kind of sympathize with you, kind of. I was at a point where when I started this game, I'll be honest with you, I could not lift more than a cup of drink. I couldn't even wipe my own ass. And it, 
I cannot tell you how humbling it is when you can't even wipe your own ass. Yeah. And I got on this game, and I was, I've been battling, I've been hurt. I had a 40-something-plus foot fall. Broke my back, shattered my pelvis, ruptured my aorta, uh, fractured all my ribs. Um, they said I was supposed to live like three minutes with the ruptured aorta. Jesus but I ended Christ. up calling 911. On the phone with them, I was coherent all the way to the hospital by ambulance. Uh, even in the hospital, I was asking, who has my gun? Who has my gun? And they were like, oh, son, you're not even supposed to be alive. We're going to put you down so we can stop and bleed. Yeah. I was like, what? I remember saying, wait a second. And I was, I was gone. Well, they fixed me and all, you know, but I couldn't walk. And I got on this game and uh, started playing some Sky Warriors. And... Um, you know, kind of floated around, didn't really know what was going on, just playing, you know. And then Wrangler from USN found me, and I became part of USN. And then all this, these people in Sky Warriors, like, you know, I, treated me like I was normal, you know. They didn't know I was hurt. They just treated me normal, and that really helped me get to where I was getting back to walking, going through therapy. And, uh, you know, it, it gave me something to look forward to, you know, where people weren't looking at me. Cross-eyed. Uh, yeah, cross-eyed. Well, and, and yeah, the thing yeah. is, it, you know, it goes be well beyond that. So I, I was a college... I, I can't say that I actually played in college. I can say I was a college recruit. Um, I was an athlete through high school. And, uh, I mean, I, I was shredded. Uh, when it I, But I came from a 1A, uh, 1A school. I was taking uh, steroids or anabolics called... Uh, what was the name of them? Uh... uh something raw it's uh it, it was the pill version basically versus an injection because i'm afraid of needles yeah. and it, it yeah. i was playing three sports winstrel it's called winstrel and uh long and short i was taking the pill version and so i think in some point in my life that became acceptable to me you know if you want to be good you know blah 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 and honestly we went to two state title championships in the one in the one A division. Uh, you're talking 2002, 2003, and uh, I played for a high school down in uh, Missouri. Um, very small. Like I said, we were playing Ironman. Um, and the long and the short of this is 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 so simple, guys. I I made the decision. So I got hurt. When I got hurt, it was 1999, 2000, the first time. So this is my first introductory to, you know, pain pills in general. Doctors didn't even know how addictive, allegedly, it was. You know, it, we can go through that debate. And by the time I was in college, I was already... So the second time I hurt my knee, right? So the second time I hurt my knee, I was in traction. Like, full on, like a machine was moving my leg at night. And uh, I had a morphine ball in my leg. And on top of that, I was taking Loraset 10s. Right, and uh, what ended up happening, dude, is I simply I got addicted to pain pills for a good four years of my life, and it it, it cost me uh, probably what would have been my soulmate, but my daughter's mother, and and our relationship fell apart because I was paying, dude. Here's the deal, I was I was taking ten tens a day, not to be sick, just to be normal, on an opiate based uh, medication. And, and it's a big fucking deal. She didn't know. And then one day when she said, hey, where's the rent money? It was some bill. And I had to explain to her, like, look, I'm paying money off the street at this point. And she didn't know for, like, a good two years. And uh, 
you know, I don't blame her. You know, who knows what the hell happened, you know, in her mind. And I, I just, I feel bad. Like, dude, it wasn't, it wasn't on purpose. But, uh, yeah. And, and we're still good friends and, and, my, and my daughter and shit. But she's the best person that I've ever had. She was always my best friend. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of those things that, like, I have no problem talking about. In fact, I enjoy you asking me about it. But, uh, yeah, when it comes to pain pills and shit like this. You know, fucking, you know, stories. I think people might be interested in this. And uh, I, I'm i an open book. I can, I can relate to that. I, I was recruited. I was recruited in baseball and football. Uh, I was in a small private school in Alabama, which we were pretty power, you know, pretty big power for a private school in football, baseball, and stuff. Wrestling, I was a mat wrestler. Um, I had three state championship rings in baseball. One in wrestling, and uh, we shafted out of the senior year in football. We should have made it, but we, it was a long story. But, yeah, I tore my knee up three days before my signing day. Yeah. And I that was signing with Alabama. Well, I guess football. I guess to bring this full circle, why do I hate my voice? It's it's simply because I have so much guilt, and it's it's deserved guilt, because there was a time and, and moment where I knew that I wasn't hurting, and I made the decision, hey, this feels good, let's do it. And, and and to this day, I remember the first time I decided to do that. And it was, you know, of, of course I was living with my parents at the time, but I remember exactly where I was and when it happened. And uh, that's where I went wrong, dude. But again, I'll never touch Lorset or any of those opiates again. I, I, I really won't. But, you know, you, you, you can't change the past. You can only try to make the future better. And, uh, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm scared of Klonopin and uh, Lexapro. Um, I was married at one time, and a uh, uh, good woman, loved her to death. Um, she had two, two boys. I treated them like mine. They thought I was some type of demigod or something. I raced quad motocross after I had my knee repaired and all. I started racing, and I raced all over the country in nationals. And uh, me and my buddies, there were like eight of us that raced together. We were a tight-knit group. And, you know, her boys got to go to these races everywhere. And, you know, that was like a, the biggest thing for them, you know. You know, getting to go to these big tracks and see these pro racers and see their stepdad on the track and their uncles and all that. And um, she had um, she had beaten Hodgkin's disease in 88. And then uh, 98 had beaten ovarian cancer. Wow. And had chemo both times. And uh, well, she had issues with her ex-husband before me and uh, baby's daddy or whatever and, um, she had dropped the boys off one evening and come back to my mom's we were up visiting my mom and uh, she would take her own more dosage of a lot of fun and Lexapro and drank two Smirnoff Ices and uh, I found her in bed she was had just passed and I, I'm I'm trained and I know a lot I could be a paramedic basically uh, my mom was advanced paramedic grandmother advanced paramedic you know, both retired from 911, and I was trained, and I had to pull out of bed. I started doing CPR trying to save her, and uh, I remember fire chief from up the road heard it. He come over to help me, and the uh, ambulance got there, and they pulled me back, and I remember them taking over, and I, at that point, I hadn't said a word, and uh, we take off to the hospital, and it was too late, and um, I hadn't said a word the whole time, uh, you know, all the way to the funeral, only words I said was goodbye to the boys. That was the last time I seen them. So I lost her and the boys at the same time. 
And uh, I went a whole another week with not saying a word. I was just in my own head. And sitting there, I heard a bang on the door. And uh, there was an old friend of mine named John Boy. And we got a lot of Johns down here. I know a John O. I know a John John. I know a John Pat. This was John Boy. Anyway, he says, come on, we're going fishing. And I said, finally says, I said, no, I don't want to no, come on, we're going fishing. All right, so I load up. I'm gonna go fishing with it. So we go fishing, kind of get my head out of you know out of my own head, I guess. And we get out of this huge pond that has tons of uh, stumps, and we're in this little boat with a trolling motor and all. And we get way on the other side, and all of a sudden, this looks like a freaking hurricane's blowing up. I mean, the sky's black. Wind starts blowing dead in our face. We're trying to make it to the truck. I'm trying to push have the paddle pushing these stumps to get the boat through. I break the paddle. All of a sudden, I hear him scream. He breaks the trolling motor, falls out the boat, drops the trolling motor in water. He grabs it and is holding it and gets it turned off. But next thing I know, I'm having to hold the trolling motor like I'm a damn mount on the boat. And he's trying to steer the trolling motor to get us back to the bank. And the wind's blowing dead in our face. And then all of a sudden, the storm passes around us on both sides. It goes right around us and stops blowing. Sounds like a normal. Sounds like a normal day for Kegs, actually. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the middle of this damn pond, wondering what in the hell just happened, and uh, that kind of snapped me out of it. And uh, yeah, ended up going back to work. You know, I wasn't with anybody for like four years, and uh, it got to being. um, I kept noticing my men on job sites. I was running like big jobs. I was in Augusta at this time. Um, at Beach Island, South Carolina, whatever, at Kimberly Clark, doing a paper machine. And I was supervisor, night shift. And uh, my men started calling me a selective asshole. And I'm like, what do y'all mean by that? They said, you don't realize that the safety man at night is scared of you. He stays in the job trailer locked up. He locks the job trailer because he thinks you're going to come in there and throw a hard hat at him. <laughs> well, I got to realize I was kind of snapping at engineers and safety men. I would throw my hard hat at them in a heartbeat. They'd run, they'd go run in the trailer and lock the trailer down, you know. <laughs> I'd run them out of the building. And uh, I wasn't that way to my men. It was just anybody who tried to mess with me and my men, I guess. And, uh, oh, man. Uh, well, my lead man takes me uptown one night to this nice, one of the nicer hotels in Augusta. And uh, he said, we're going to a party. I said, all right, all right. I'll go with you, sure. And um, goes up to the top floor and um, goes in this like penthouse suite. Well, he takes the key like he has a key and unlocks it. And uh, I go in and door closes behind me and I'm standing there and all of a sudden he's gone. I'm in there by myself. I'm like, oh, what's going on? So I go sit my back to the wall and I'm just watching the door. Like, <laughs> wait, no, somebody had my knife. You know, I had my hand on my knife and had the gun. I said, my hand on my knife in my pocket. Just sitting there waiting. <laughs> Next thing I know, there's this chick comes in with uh, apples and oranges, like this crate of them. And she, I mean, she's hot. I mean, she's like smoking, like super hot. Almost like percussion hot? I'm like, I don't, I'm like, who are you? She says, I'm so-and-so. Um, and uh, I'm here to um, be your friend and all. I'm like, mm. no, <laughs> somebody's me up. I'm sitting there. Well, she says, um, could, you, could you take off your pants? I'm like, no, you take yours off. <laughs> no, could you please take your pants off? For 45 minutes, I'm in a Mexican standoff with this chick about taking pants off. No, I'm not taking I'm sitting there. I ain't moved yet. 
I'll still have my hand on my knife. And 45 minutes later, she finally says, the hell with it. I don't care anymore. If, if you're a cop, you can take me to jail. The reason I'm asking you that is so I know you're not wearing a wire. I'm like, well, hell, if you'd have told me that at the beginning, I'd tell my pants off, show you. And she just throws the freaking apples and oranges everywhere. And there's this dude, she's looking out the window. Oh, no. I'm about to tell him he's, I'm not meeting him tonight. And I look out there, and there's a dude in a damn Lamborghini out there stomping on the ground like a 12-year-old kid around his car because she won't, he, you know, he's one of her customers. Yeah. She had like three customers. Yeah. Ended up, my man bought me this chick, paid $5,000 for this hooker. And uh, and I had a Mexican standoff in a motel room with her for 45 minutes over a pair of pants. <laughs> and I'm still wondering why she's bringing apples and oranges. Like, What's with the apples and oranges? And uh, she's like, I just bring fresh fruit for people. I'm like, okay, you're strange, but should have yeah, brought peaches. Should have brought peaches all friggin' night. And uh, <laughs> uh and I would have brought peaches. But I don't know if you can show that on your podcast, but that was what that story was. You can say uh, you can say absolutely anything you want on this podcast, Kegs. Well, well, after afterwards, my man said I was way chill. So, uh, because of the technical difficulties, that's so hard to say when you're fucking drunk. Let's say this. Too much (laughs) Yeah, too too much apple juice for me. Yeah, but, uh, you, you, did you have a question for Cakes as well? Yeah, I did have a question. It actually pertains to Sky Warriors. Okay. Whatever happened to AA? Former So, so, what happened with AA... Which I was I was trying to get sorted out, and I never did get any response on. I made a second account because when we uh, merged up with BOP, we were just going to go back and forth between the two squads and run one up to. I think we brought AA up to like top forty uh, without really meaning to. You know, we were just playing and having a good time, and we just went. You know what? You know, we're we're on a high note. Let's switch over, and we'll run. BOP up, and then once we get you know somewhere near the same area, we'll just fly back over. So I left my second account in AA as a placeholder. Well, somehow or another, I ended up getting completely fucked out of that account, and I can't get back into it. And I I, I sent I had to have been like fifty plus messages to anybody I could think of. Uh, I did I opened up a ticket thing on the. Sky Warriors Discord, you know, like, hey, I locked out of my second account. This is the name of it. I report, I reported it a bunch of times. You know, like, hey, this is a dead account. I can't get into it anymore. I'd like to do something, you know, get my squad back, whatever. And nothing. I never heard a chirp. So we ended up saying, fuck it, and it, it's, it's dead now. I can, no one can get in. You know. <laughs> so Kegger Raider's still the commander, I guess, sitting there. Yep. And I can't get back into that one. That sucks. Well, that's pretty I was wondering what happened because I couldn't find it, didn't see it when I come back from my um hiatus when I was gone for a couple months. When you died? And, uh, when you died, you said. Yeah, when I died. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was more or less I was working on hunting camps and there was no signal, so it wasn't really rough, and if these were nice hunting camps, so actually, uh, funny thing about it was one of the hunting camps I was working on. I got to realizing this particular 
hunting area. This was one of the first game fences that went up where I'm from. And a buddy of mine and I, we did not like these game fences. We thought they were disturbing the natural trails of deer and stuff, you know. And uh, we really just had, but just did not like them. So what we did was we went and bought a bunch of master locks. Okay. And uh, up here or up there, you only had a signal if you had Southern Link. No other phone had a signal. And there was a bunch of game wardens, doctors, lawyers that hunted in this place. Well, we went down through there around 3 o'clock one evening. They'd all come in the big cane fences and close the gates behind them. They would leave the locks unlocked. Well, we went down through there and took all their locks and locked them in with our new locks. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just sat through there in the dark watching all these guys are standing up on their vehicles trying to get a signal with their phones. And they're like buzzing because they're in analog because they're freaking out. They can't get no signal. And, uh, I heard tell that it took, but I heard the story. It took them like all night to get everybody out of there. And they still don't know what happened. I'm in there working on the hunt camp. I'm like, I'm not chilling. Uh, you know, <laughs> 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 even added an elevator. And, uh, yeah, got on out of there. But yeah, that was, uh, that was our, um, fucking the system with the big game fences because they're everywhere now. Well, um, we're, 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 we're round an hour, uh, Kegs. Do you want, uh, the last 10 minutes to, to talk to him? Well, I mean, since, it's always been a duo thing, you know what I'm saying? So, well, no, since technical wanna, difficulties, that's all. Because, well, you know, I mean, shit, shit happens. Shit happens. Um, here's a question for Big Duke. Okay. All right, here, here's one. What do you think about uh, what do you think about the guy that I'm podcasting you know with right now? Like uh, he's a fucking dick. There you go. That motherfucker. That motherfucker is a prick. There you go. <laughs> and why? Oh, he didn't answer that. I did. I uh, yeah yeah, but why? Why is he a dick? I said that about myself, but. Okay, why 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 are you a dick versus him? Okay, why is he a dick? Period. <laughs> who's the dick? Explain me the dick. Who's 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 the vagina? I like it's fine. Like two dicks, I don't care. Like I'm down for docking. Like like can we can we pull off a three way docking? I mean I'm I'm only about three inches, four inches hard. I think I re- I reported about that maybe even. Well, you know, I, Let's let's get one thing clear. I'm pretty sure we're white, so that's that's normal. I'm not white. I'm clear. Translucent. Well, Larry I'm Bird a, clear. I'm proportionate. I'm an anti-Ken doll. <laughs> <laughs> now, you boys have been fucking amazing, um, but we're seriously creeping up upon that time. So, is there anything you want to shout out, Big Duke? Like, uh, you know teams or, or propaganda or rumors anything is there anything you want to say you have the floor again well I want to shout out to you know USN all those guys that I've been with forever Kegs one of them uh, all the people of Scott Warriors I've flown with you know against with you know they've all at some point in time helped me with getting through what I had to get through and uh can't ever thank him enough for that, you know. And um, 
And that, there's a dude named Devil that has another USN. I know it's Mirage. I just want to shout out to Mirage. Hello, Mirage. I know it's you. There you go, motherfucker. He, Exposed. Devil is Mirage. I know it. I knew it from the beginning when I got back. But uh, but that's pretty much it, you know. Cause I love I love Sky Warriors. It's a great group of people. It's also held a lot of money. But uh, luckily, I haven't thrown out as much as a lot of people. Did you have a good time, you know, talking to us, minus the technical okay. shit? Well, I, 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 yeah, I loved it. I wish I'd, I'd like to come back one day. I got way more stories. Y'all want stories? Ever want story time with Big Dude Six? Just have me back on. Well, I, I, <laughs> I think we'd both love to have you back. Kegs? Oh, for sure. And hopefully no technical difficulties to fuck everything up, which, hey, I own that. That was me. Sorry, y'all. It wasn't him. Don't don't let well, him fucking... It, it was a signal issue. cool something to do, you know? He likes editing, so now he gets to... That's true. You know, he, now he gets to edit his little fucking heart out because there's going to be a lot of shit to fix now. I, you know, it's not going to be as much as you think. Uh, you know, the, the thing is, yeah, I do enjoy this, but I enjoy meeting you guys more than anything, I think. I just... I have my own personal issues. Uh, I hope, hopefully, the part of it was explained. I have a question for both of y'all. Why, why, how did y'all get up with each other? Why do y'all do this? Is, for real, why, why do you do this? I'm, I know it's not making any money, so you, what's the real reason? What's, what's the heart of it? I enjoyed the, the Sky Warriors community uh, long before I, you know, I left the game. I, I probably played an extra two months and probably put an extra $600 into it because I just... I just enjoy the people that are here. Kegs, your answer? I... <laughs> um, well, I mean, I just... It, it's a good time, you know, and that was that was the thing of it. You know, you get out here and you get the crack jokes and fuck around with people, and, and uh, uh, I, I don't do that uh, in the world as much as people seem to think. Um, I mean, yeah, I manage a couple accounts on or pages or groups or whatever on Facebook, but I haven't really been doing that as much for personal reasons lately. And uh, one of them I'm about to hand off. It's probably one of the largest. Uh, well, yeah, it's probably one of the largest pound groups on Facebook. Uh, I've been running that for a while, a little while now. Um, and I think I'm about to hand that one off just not to do this, right. is it? Well, kind of, yeah. Uh, but no, uh, I was thinking about doing that long before I, you ever said anything about doing this with you, uh, which I feel like I kind of invited myself into more than anything just because, you know, I don't have friends. Dude, um, we, we had chemistry, though. That's, that's the thing. People don't understand. We didn't know each other from a man in the moon, and I just felt like I knew who you were as a person, and yeah. But uh, I, right, we, that's, yeah, we get, we get along. We can we can fuck around and not get bothered about it, and it's fun. Yeah, you know, and 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 you know, I'm 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 to the point where you know I'd rather do something that I enjoy than keep trying to uphold something that I don't feel like uh, I don't feel like I uh, how, how do I word this? I'm qualified, I guess, to do. You know. Um, I I don't feel like I should be handcuffed almost. No, I, I just I, I don't feel right as the you know the face of or the the head of this sound group you know and and I, it, it does take a lot of time 
which I don't have a lot of. At um, all, dude. You're, and, but yeah. But I would, I would make it. I would make the time for it if I felt like I was qualified to do it. But I don't. I feel, I, I feel like it kind of just got thrust on me. Um, I was a pretty. I, well, I, I'd like to think I still am pretty good friends with the guy who created it. Um, and he knew I had a passion for the hound, and that's why he, when he decided that he was just for personal reasons, you know, going to step back and just hang out, but not run it anymore. He just handed it to me. I didn't even know about it. I was on a, I was on vacation at the time, and I, I didn't. My phone wasn't even on. And uh, yeah. excuse me. Um, I come back from vacation, fired up my phone and whatnot, and come to find out, uh, I. Uh, Oh, you know, I was now the the head of this this group, and he's running things. And there's there's guys with more knowledge than I, that, that they've forgotten that I've ever even known. You know, and I, I just don't, it just doesn't feel right for me to be in that position anymore. You know, I, I wanted to do it to for you know for for the guy for my friend there, and I just uh, I, I I feel like an imposter sitting there. You know, running the lives and the the events and everything else. It just doesn't feel right. And uh, I haven't decided how I'm going to do it yet, but yeah, I think I'm going to kind of hang that that leash up and uh, move on to, to other things, and I guess let my let my name feed back into anonymity again. You know. Well, it's about that time, boys. But let me tell you this: uh, I can't appreciate you more, Duke, to come on and, and talk to us. And I want to thank I want to thank you, dude, Cakes, because. Uh, this was this this was somebody that I'm so glad we didn't miss, and I'm I might have just because even though you're you're been in the game forever, um, I I I just we never crossed paths, right? Um, but the biggest thing is, I just did you have a good time? Me, I had a blast. Would, would you come back? Because it sounds like you have a repertoire of stories that I'd love to hear. I have, I'm like Jerry Clower. I got all sorts of stories. <laughs> well, I guess I guess at this point, like we're, we're about it's about that time. So I'm gonna say this, when dude. Do do right Egyptian hieroglyphics and read them and draconic and stuff. Yeah, you're kind of eccentric. You have some stories. So, well, yeah, and I have stories. again, like you you've been amazing, and we we want to have you back. Um, but let me say this, right? Um, Kegs, unless you have anything else to say. No, I think I, I think we already covered everything pretty well. All right, no, it's a, it's a good first one. So, with that, I'm cool. And I'm Kegs, and we're the fuck out. Right, bye.